morning, Goldendale, and hello to all my friends out there across the Fruited Plains. Today is Monday, July 11th, 2022. It's a magical Monday. It's going to be a mindful Monday. It's going to be a little bit of a maddening Monday if we uh, if we allow ourselves to just take a step back from all the headlines and, and, and disconnect for a moment from all of the insanity, we can say succinctly that we know it's coming. Okay, we know it's coming. The Great Reset is coming. It is upon us. It's here now. The insanity is coming. It's ha. Ah, it's happening everywhere, every all the time, right in front of our very eyes, right? So, what I uh, I, I saw happening over in China, you know, all these poor Chinese, they're like, oh, well, actually, they're not poor Chinese. They're wealthy Chinese. But the Chinese are going to the bank, and they're like, hey, I want to get my money out of the bank. And the, and the commies are like, no, you can't get your money out of the bank. That's our money. You don't really actually think that the money is yours, right? Because there is nothing that's yours. You own nothing. And you're going to be happy because that is the plan of the communist global cabal. So here we are. Now, I want to... I'm going to read this little passage out of The Great Reset. COVID-19, The Great Reset. Bada boom, bada bing. And it says, says Klaus Schwab, seeing the failures and fault lines in the cruel light of day cast by the corona crisis may compel us to act faster by replacing failed ideas, institutions, processes, and rules with new ones better suited to current and future needs. This is the essence of the Great Reset. End quote. Thank you, Klaus Schwab, for laying it out like that's it. That's just it. That's the essence of the Great Reset. We're going to replace all the failed ideas and the failed institutions and the failed processes and the failed rules uh, with new, better ones that, of course, we get to make uh, because they'll be more suited to our current and future desires. Now, of course, he's not going to ask you and he's not going to ask me uh, to, to weigh in on these rules. But let's just break this down a bit, okay? The failed ideas, I mean, everything has to fail. In order for the uh, Great Reset to succeed, we, everything has to fail. The failed ideas that he's referring to include capitalism, personal property, basic human rights. You know, by the end of 2030, by 2030 you're going to own nothing and be happy. Uh, these ideas stand in the way of the progressive agenda, which is all actually regressive in nature, as we've discussed at length. Uh, but this is a full frontal assault on conservative values and cultural heritage. It's an assault on our way of life and everything that we love about America, right? It, it, it seeks to reconstitute humanity as global citizens who can be tagged and tracked uh, and taught to obey like good animals, like good human beings, okay? It's husbandry. Now, the failed institutions that he's referring to is the old world order in its entirety, like all the institutions, this is all going to come crumbling down. Sound familiar, right? You know, Communist Manifesto destroying all aspects of existing society. We're going to get into that more here in just a second, okay? Uh, but more specifically, the failed institutions that he's referring to, he's speaking of replacing failed nation states. Okay, we know failed nation state. Ah, oh, gosh, we're going to need some global governance to help that mess out. Okay, he's also talking about uh, failed private medical practices because now we got universal health care and only the government can decide what health care you need and when you're going to get it and all that kind of stuff. He's also talking about uh, failed financial systems like total and complete and utter financial collapse, you know, death of the dollar and all that kind of stuff. Uh, fail uh, the education system because we don't really 
need uh, any conservatives out there teaching kids about freedom and basic human rights and constitutional republics and that kind of stuff. What we need is a bunch of indoctrinated educators who are going to indoctrinate future generations with the progressive, uh, regressive agenda of the communist ideologues, okay, who are taking over the world. Now, the failed processes that he's referring to, you know, he wants to remake them all. He wants to remake all the institutions. He wants to remake all the processes. But specifically, he's referring to uh, the idea that individuals should be able to vote on the rules by electing legislative representatives. What is this uh, uh, representative form of government? What is this? Uh, what about, you know, why were people all up in arms about taxation without representation? Why do we have an electoral college? Because it's not a democracy and we don't want mob rule. But he doesn't want everybody to really get to decide on what the rules are. It's a top-down approach, among other things. You know, it's central control. This also includes the replacing of existing processes of who wherein the government takes control of all the property and means of production in order to ensure equitable distribution. Now, the failed rules that he's referring to are the antiquated concepts like constitutional rights, national sovereignty, medical rules like the Nuremberg Code, and, uh, you know, toothless environmental laws that are too lax to stop humanity from destroying the planet. So all the rules that are failing to, uh, to facilitate the commies taking over the world, you know, the progressive agenda, the UN Sustainable Development Goals and all of that, all of those rules, got to do away with them. We need new rules. Ultimately, any rules that are not centrally controlled socialist rules need to be replaced. Okay, so that's just <laughs> kind of breaking down a few sentences there from COVID-19, the Great Reset. And that's based on, you know, reading the whole book several times, but they're, they're, it's there. It's embedded in the language, always that hidden higher socialistic interpretation. Now, of course, you know, we could ask, does any of that sound familiar? Hmm. How about this quote from the Communist Manifesto? The communists disdain to conceal their views and aims. <clears throat> That's why he wrote a book about it. They openly declare that their ends can be attained only by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. End quote. Thank you, Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, the Communist Manifesto. Now, the forcible overthrow of all existing conditions. Got it. Okay. Marx was a genius in his own right. He figured out how to use language with a hidden higher meaning to convince the useful idiots they were fighting for justice and equality, when in reality they were simply consolidating power in the hands of a few power-hungry elites, in the hands of a few megalomaniacs, in the hands of a few insane bastards that are trying to take over the world. So, But he figured out how to do that by using the peasants to do their bidding. The communists can come off as, as the champions of the little guy, all while conditioning them to servitude, okay? Oh, we'll stand up for you. Just vote for me. Give me all your power. We'll take all your guns and money, and then uh, we'll tell you what to do, peasants. And it works. Why does it work? It's kind of frustrating that it works, but it does work. Why, you know? It works because, 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 because of the wonderful thing he does. No, that's not why. It works because a certain percentage of the human population is content to be slaves, mic drop, you know, they appreciate a certain percentage of the population appreciates the protection and the provisions 
when they're given food and shelter, all they have to do is, is do what they're told. And then and then they can be praised as good humans like any pet. Oh, you're a good human. Way to mask up. Good human. Way to vax up. Good human. Way to pay your taxes. Good human. You know? And when they're, when they're praised and they're given provisions and food and shelter, that means they won't have to suffer uh, at the hands of their masters. Right. And that means that, that their masters aren't going to come down and just beat them with a stick. You know, do not spare the rod. Whack peasant fall in line. Get to work, you lazy sluggards. You know, it's it's husbandly, pure and simple. You know, that's all it is. It's the threat of force if you don't comply. But hey, let me give you some food because it's easier for me to feed you than to beat you because, man, I might break a sweat if I had to beat the masses into submission. OK, so that's just kind of the way it works. So, of course. You know and I know, lacking the intelligence or the inclination to question the hand that feeds them and keeps them safe, these useful idiots actually believe they're the good guys. They think they're on the right side of history. They think, oh, yeah, we're, we're fighting for the cause. You know, they rally behind the cause and they help, help champion diversity and equity and inclusion and gay rights and abortion rights and gun laws and the like. The whole damn progressive agenda. Oh, we are on the right side. We're the good guys. No, you're the useful idiots. Never mind that all of these ideas are illogical, idiotic, and completely void of any merit or intellectual substance. Set all that aside, you know, because these things are completely incongruent with reality. I could do it, and maybe I will do I spent a whole podcast just breaking down why diversity, equity, inclusion, gay rights, abortion rights, gun laws, etc. are completely incongruent with reality. But what these fa morons fail to realize, what they fail to perceive, is that they are the... These are the very concepts that are being used to divide and conquer society, okay? Diversity, equity, inclusion, gay rights, abortion rights, gun laws, etc., etc., etc. These are the concepts, the issues, the ideas that are being used to divide and conquer society. You see, the powerful elite understand how to use class warfare, okay? It's psychological warfare. Modern politics are the prime example of that. But what's critical to realize here is that these are tried and true communist tactics to facilitate revolution. And I go back to the Communist Manifesto to quote for you, the communist revolution is the most radical rupture with traditional property relations. No wonder that its development involves the most radical rupture with traditional ideas. End quote. Now, let's just dig into that, shall we? You see, the term radical rupture is actually an accurate descriptor, right? It's an accurate description of what happens. Communism causes a mental rupture wherein the feeble minds of peasants are overwhelmed by the pie-in-the-sky utopian ideals, the promises that, oh, you can you can be happy, you can have everything that everybody else has, we just have to vote for me and we'll give it to you, okay? Free education, free health care, free food, free housing, free universal basic income, right now, oh my god, that's so exciting, boom, head pops, okay? So the politicians, especially the communists, prey upon this basic human condition, yeah, it's uh, the, the finite cognitive capacity, right? So when the mind becomes overwhelmed with all these great ideas, the point, the, you know, that in that emotional charge, that emotional rapture, the point, that's the point that critical thinking shuts down. 
This is how impressionable young minds are pumped so full of progressive ideas that their cognitive capacity for discernment simply pops. Gone. That is, it ruptures like a pustule marked by emotional rapture and emotional outbursts. You see any emotional rapture, emotional outbursts out there? Yes, just take a look around. It's a commonplace occurrence, right? <laughs> Donald Trump, evil orange man bed! Okay, completely unhinged emotional reaction, but that means that that person is no longer thinking with a critical mind. Logic need not apply. Okay, intelligent people understand that emotions cloud judgment. We are all susceptible to this and we all suffer from it time to time. If you doubt me, ask my wife, you know. <laughs> no, no, the, you know, the politicians, again, they prey upon this. It's a basic human condition and it produces predictable results. Again, Karl Marx was a genius in his own right. He understood this. And by preying upon this, the politicians, the political class, the global cabal, the powerful elite, it gives them power. The more minds they can emotionally manipulate, the more power they have. And eventually, they amass enough power to take over the world by simply eradicating any opposition for the sake of the cause. And of course, the useful idiots will cheer them on. Now, I'm talking about genocide. I'm talking about, you know, homicide on a massive level, crimes against humanity, atrocities that are unimaginable, what we've seen it before, and it will happen again. Why? Because the useful idiots are being used to set the stage right now. And the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Now, with all that said, and it needs to be said, friends, it needs to be said. Let's take one more passage from the Communist Manifesto that explains ex explicitly states how they intend to take over the world. Okay, are you ready? This is how they're going to do it. Prepare yourself. This is deep. <laughs> the first step in the revolution by the working class is to raise the proletariat to the position of the ruling class, to win the battle of democracy, end quote. To win the battle of democracy, that's the first step in the communist revolution is to win the battle of democracy, to win the battle of democracy? Now that sounds like a noble cause, right? To win the battle of democracy. Why do these words, it sounds so familiar. I mean, they're straight out of the Communist Manifesto, but they sound awfully familiar. What's going on here? I don't win the battle of democracy. You know, here are a couple of clues. The J6, mostly peaceful protest, has been dubbed an attack on democracy. The Supreme Court of the United States' most recent rulings have been called an appalling attack on democracy. Donald Trump is said to have made numerous, innumerable, and treacherous attacks on democracy. So it certainly seems like, it sounds like at least, that democracy is under attack. And since democracy is under attack, that would mean that we're in the middle of a battle for democracy. Correct? Right? You know? And it would be fair, I suppose, then to ask, well, who's fighting for democracy and who's fighting against it? Right? Now, of course, conservatives are quick to point out that America is actually a constitutional republic, not a democracy, which is uh, why they're not fighting for democracy and why you see so many headlines like this little clip here. Said, the Republican revolt against democracy explained in three, 13 charts, you know, 
Republicans attacking democracy must must be on the issue. It must be an issue. You know, Republicans attacking a democracy. It's a national emergency. The Republican Party is attacking democracy. Republicans are plotting to destroy democracy from within. Democracy is under attack. How Republicans led the effort to make it happen. The Republican assault on democracy is worse than you think. Republicans are attacking each other at the worst possible time. Now that, my friends, is true. We divide and conquer. Okay, but it would appear that if you ask the left that Republicans are attacking democracy at every turn, seeking to corrupt democracy from within. And in reality, Republicans are simply trying to preserve our republic because we're not a democracy. You know. However, the liberals and the self-proclaimed progressives who are really a bunch of freaking morons who comprise the Democrat Party are never going to come to see it that way. They'll never be able to see it that way. Why? Because they can't. They've been conditioned to believe otherwise. As Joseph Gable said, give me a kid long enough, I can teach them the snow is black. To the point, I'll condition them to the point that you'll never be able to convince them otherwise. This is where we're at right now. Democracy is the greatest thing in the whole world, and you'll never be able to convince them otherwise. Even though you can read right out of the Communist Manifesto that democracy is communism. Okay? You see, their brains have undergone the radical rupture that now separates them from reality. Friends, the point is this. These useful idiots are being controlled by communists. And so when Klaus Schwab so eloquently dismembers all aspects of existing society, we got to rewrite the rules. We got to remake the institutions. We got to do all of it. You know what he's doing? He's espousing communist tactics. Okay. When the Democrats squawk about all the assault on our democracy, they are deploying communist tactics. When the ruling class is actively rewriting history, censoring dissenting perspectives, persecuting political opposition, trying to disarm citizens, manipulating national elections, forcing people to cover their face, injecting the population with an experimental mRNA vaccination, a drug, a genetic therapy, and claiming that all of this is good for the benefit of society. It's to keep us safe. It's to preserve our democracy. You know, friends, you know. Drum roll, please. The commies are taking over the world! <laughs> oh, friends, and you also know that these are all failed ideas. But if we don't call it what it is, we'll never be able to uproot the problem. Democracy is the first step toward communism. This is an irrefutable fact that comes straight out of their own manifesto. May Americans take note, my friends. <laughs> that is the message of my heart for today. Please click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not already. But most importantly, please share this with a friend. So anybody that thinks democracy is a really great thing and we got to fight to preserve our democracy, send this to them so that they too can learn that democracy is a cover for communism. And all these damn Democrats who are calling themselves Democrats are actually communists in disguise. They are wolves in sheep cloning. They swear that they're going to champion the, li champion the little guys, but what they intend to do is divide and conquer, consolidate power, and take over the world! <laughs> Oh, friends, it is a magical, uh, a mighty Monday morning. So get out there and embrace this day, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon.